Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey No Chill Prano. Hello, Andy. Hey, buddy. How's it going? I'm feeling good. Why are you talking like this all night? You did that on the Instagram story. Are you like, are you white supremacist Dave Chappelle? <laughs> feeling good. <laughs> it's lit, fam. Swipe up on the Instagram. Follow us there. Oh, White supremacist Dave Chappelle. White power. It's your it's your Kentucky coming out. No. You know what? Since You're Southern Ohio. You're basically Kentucky. No, you know what? Here's a fun fact. Like they, here we are eating some chili, throwing a little onions on it. Not gonna lie. Love this stuff. Love Chris Collinsworth. Still think Zach Taylor's gonna do a great job. Here we go. Yeah, yo. No, they say people from the region of country that I'm from. The region of country. The region of the country. Yeah. Where I am from don't have an accent really. And they are, we got to ask John Smith about this. Perfect for doing news, doing broadcasting because they don't have an East Coast accent, a Southern accent. People where I'm from probably have the best accent and enunciation. <laughs> True story, it's Joe. It's lit, fam. It's lit, bitches. So, yeah. One of these days I'm going to get you to wear the headphones, Joe. One of these days. Well, I mean, when we go back to doing a radio show, I got them. But this is also audio, so it technically yeah, yeah, is I mean, both. I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, the Conan, Conan O'Brien's also audio. It's not just a visual show. He's not doing. This guy's not doing a silent film, you know? But here we are. We're... I, I treat YouTube as if it's a television show. Shout out to all the people who watch this show twice a week on YouTube. Um, I'm, I'm respecting you guys. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, Twerks is supposed to have his headphones on here. He's supposed to be monitoring what's going on on the show. I trust that we have a producer and he, he is hearing the sound. And if something's wrong, I know he burned us last episode and that wasn't the case. But, you know. The last episode he was here? Yeah, the last episode he was here is a little janky audio-wise. But look, part of that is also Aaron's drinking White Claws. So, you know, you got to take what you can get. Can you defend yourself on this, Aaron? Because Joe's coming out hot with some allegations. I'm not coming out hot. I'm just saying our producer missed that uh, we had some audio issues going on on YouTube. What are you listening to right now in your earphones? I'm hearing the YouTube right now. Okay. But last time I had the headphones on for calls... And the headphones in for the YouTube, and obviously the headphones for the calls are much louder. So uh, yeah, this is why Robin's inside like a booth. You know what I mean? We need to seclude Robin Quivers. Yeah, on Howard Stern. We need to seclude twerks. We need a soundproof booth over there. So I I didn't notice any static coming from any wires or any sound issues. So when uh, yeah, Ruther texted me after, I I had no idea what was going on. Neither did anyone on YouTube. I don't don't know what you guys are listening to, or maybe they just don't want me to have a freak out. let's be honest. Everybody on YouTube, the people on YouTube? Yeah. People on YouTube are still 
You ever seen a YouTube comment? I've never seen a YouTube comment. I was like, that guy makes a good point. But that's true, though. That also threw me off because usually the uh, you know the YouTube regulars will always are quick to say, hey, I hear something. The sound's off today. There's something going on. And they didn't say anything. So, yeah, I was completely in the dark about this. Well, there's really – I agree with Brent on this. There's really nothing more angry than people who leave YouTube comments. Except people who leave Yelp reviews. Yelp? Even worse. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's it's just a bunch of, let me speak to your managers. Yeah. Glass door is bad too. What what's going on over here, Andy? Also, you've got you're you're in basically all black. Oh yeah. You've you've let your beard go to fill in your mustache. Well, you've I got, got a Tupac sweatshirt on. I got to shave. You look like a guy who's like not homeless yet, but will be soon. Well, I see in the in the YouTube comment section, Tyler Hawkins says I look like Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't see that. Yeah. I actually can't tell you what Jeffrey Dahmer looks like off the top of my head, but not like that. He doesn't look like me. I, I'm, I'm gonna shave. Don't worry. I'm, I'm gonna get this taken care of. I do, Joe. Though I am wearing my LeBron James socks. Yeah, you got us matching LeBron James socks. I did on your, on your way through the uh, the outlets with Andy Laz post spring training. I did. I've worn them many times. Yes, they were definitely made in China. Yeah. And when you uh, when you wear them, if you have your shoes off, people just see their Lakers socks. But if you pull them up for the ankle and the shin, yeah. people can see their LeBron James socks. And I had to defend myself to Chris Wilde somewhat recently. I said, these aren't Lakers socks. They're LeBron socks. Yes. I'm not supporting the Lakers. I'm, su- I'm supporting LeBron. Well, they kind of go together in a yeah. way. In a way. In a way. In a, in a sense. But like also, that's a thing that uh, the NBA has apparently – grasped about millennials which is millennials are less likely to follow a team and more likely to follow a player well there's probably a lot of boston celtics fans that turned into new jersey slash brooklyn nets fans this offseason with the move of Kyrie. yeah well we were critical of lebron's stance on china of course but i'm gonna say this because we are into the nba season and i did say this when this all went down i can still Root for the guy on the court and appreciate what's going on on the court. And right now, there's a lot of good things going on on the court. Rooting for the guy on the court. Like, you know, rooting is one thing. And I'm actually I've, I'm actually to the point now where I almost barely root at all in general. Like, I have a hard time rooting for players. I'm just, We're just so old now. You mean you, you just... You appreciate them. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, obviously I'm pulling for my team. But, like, it's hard to get too – like, I I almost think the benching of Eli Manning was the end of an era for me as a fan. Like, I no longer have, like, a heart in the game. I would disagree. I think you take things more personally than I with our teams. But that's what I'm saying. I think I left – a, a a big part of that load was left in the past. I mean, when the past. Mets when the Mets lost in 2015, but I'm saying that was years ago now. That's, you that's four years ago. You were if you listen to that episode, which I was not on, guy, and you yeah. did it. You were like on suicide watch, bro. Yeah, but that was four years ago. Now I was I was part of the Mets 2015 season. For people who are new to the show, might not remember. I threw out a first pitch. I game. was I was a part of it. I caught the pitch. Yeah, but I mean, we were in third place when that happened. True, that was the first dirty sports bump. Yeah, and uh, and 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 that was a long time ago. It's a big difference between thirty six and forty. Yeah, I'm now I'm now on the other side. 
Kobe Bryant was still playing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. now guys who who graduated high school when I graduated high school, the the Kobe Bryant's, the Steve Nash's, these guys, these guys are now they're on to their next career. I mean, we've seen in our own show, our our buddy from Canada. You definitely know who it is. Yeah. He's now, you definitely know who it is. I'll fuck your mouth. Rupert. Yeah. 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 He went from drawing cartoons to uh Sending dick pics. But even with LeBron, like, I have always, I, I, I haven't even really, and that this is something that all, often gets confused on our show. People have accused me of being a LeBron fan. I'm more of a LeBron appreciator. Like, and I've said this before. When but that Le- makes you a fan. They're synonymous. Well, when I when LeBron was on the heat, I was still rooting against LeBron because I'm a Knicks fan. So I still wanted the Heat to lose at all costs because Knicks Heat rivalry. I don't want the Heat to do well ever. That was the equivalent of him joining the Yankees. But at the same time, I said he's still the best player in the world, and I'm a LeBron appreciator. I hated Michael Jordan when he was on the Bulls because he killed my Knicks, and there was still a small part of me that was a Michael Jordan appreciator. Well, yeah, you have to. Now I'm a Michael Jordan truther. I'm a Kobe Bryant truther. And in some ways, I'm a LeBron James truther. Like, the truth is, LeBron's stance on China is despicable, and LeBron's the best player that's ever played in the NBA. I'm just here spitting truth, man. Well, here's some truths for you. And I want to say truths as I wear my Tupac shirt with an F. LeBron has had three straight triple-doubles. The Lakers have won six games in a row. Fuck around, get three straight (laughs) triple-doubles. No way Aaron gets that. And he doesn't. Okay. (laughs) He just gave us blinking Native American meme. Yeah. (laughs) It involves smoke signals. So LeBron is also leading currently. I know we're only seven games in, eight games in. He's leading the NBA in assists. Yeah. So he said when the year started, I don't know if a lot of people remember this, before the year started, he said the team runs through Anthony Davis, alluding that he's going to be more of a facilitator Yeah. than ever. Great. And here they are. I've gotten to see a lot of them, obviously. I have cable. I have Spectrum. So I get to see the Lakers like where most people don't get to watch them like last night uh, when they're on the road against the Bulls. They're looking good. Now... Are they the best team? Obviously, way too early. Um, and I would still say no. Talent-wise, the Clippers still have them beat, especially in depth. But what do they call it? Like angry, angry LeBron or revenge what? LeBron? Revenge LeBron. He's playing well. Yeah, he's playing fantastic. And I think the the LeBron Lakers are a lot like the LeBron Heat and a lot like the LeBron Cavs, which is. He's going to take them to a certain level. Now, LeBron's still the best player on the Lakers, but Anthony Davis still has—not still has. I think for the first time in LeBron's career, he has a player that has the ability to take over a game from a scoring perspective, even maybe more so than he can, because also there's no true dominant big men or— not that there's no true, but there's far fewer than there are dominant takeover wings in the younger LeBron days. Anthony Davis on any given night 
faces a team where he can go, all right, I'm just going to take over. And LeBron is facilitating that. And I think this Lakers team is going to try to win as many games as possible. This isn't a uh, Shaq uh, Kobe Lakers team where they're just going to cruise and they know they have the best team going into the playoffs. Cause like you said, I don't think they have the most talented team. I think they're going to try very hard to finish with the one seed, have home court, all that stuff. But at the same time, I think like those Cavs teams and like those heat teams, it's going to be who can they add? Yeah. The Clippers team is set. It, I mean, maybe they're not set. Maybe at the trading deadline they make a trade, but they could happily go into the playoffs with this. Their this is their team. Now, who does Houston add? Who does Denver add? Who does that's going to affect who the Clippers have to go after as well? But the Lakers for sure are going to try to add veteran pieces to this team. Yeah, but the way they're playing, the way LeBron's playing. The way he's managing himself physically, the way he's playing defense. I know the Clippers are a deeper team, but when you look at this Lakers team and you go, who has the best player on the floor? Lakers or who? Who has a better player on than than the Lakers have? Who has a better two players than the Lakers have? You could say, like, I'm a Paul George fan. I'm a Kawhi Leonard fan. Yeah, they're great. I'll take LeBron and AD over Paul George and Kawhi. Yeah, I would too. And when you get into the playoffs, that's what it comes down and to. And not by a huge margin, but I would. What do you make of Kawhi sitting? Everyone's talking about it today on all the sports shows, all the analysts. I, I was watching the game tonight. He sat. This was the second nationally televised game that Kawhi has sat. Mark Jackson went off. You know, he's more old. What did Mark Jackson have to say? Well, he's more old school. You don't sit and you don't manage the minutes. I've seen a lot of different opinions on it. And, you know, my take is this. What, and, and why is Mark Jackson saying that? He, you don't manage minutes. Why? He's just saying, you know, you're out there to play. Okay. But my, my take is this. Mark Jackson, that, that, this is something that was going on before Mark Jackson and is going on after Mark Jackson. And the reason it's going on before and after Mark Jackson is Mark Jackson's window as a head coach in the NBA was very, very short and very, very unsuccessful, honestly. Yeah. I said anybody but Mark Jackson and the Warriors are a championship team. We can all go back. I mean, that was the original... That was the birth of the crystal ball. Joe has reveled in this. I mean, that's prediction. A, a big claim. The seven, the seventh seed <laughs> without Mark Jackson is the championship. That's. I mean, that was a big claim back in the day. I know everybody knows. Oh, the dynasty. Oh, the Warriors. Oh, the evil Warriors. You know how long ago you said that? We were at Sideshow Network. Yeah. The now defunct Sideshow yeah. Network. And I love Mark Jackson as an announcer. I loved Mark Jackson as a player uh, when he was on the Knicks, when he was killing the Knicks. The back, down, post-up point guard that was able to see guys behind him. It's fantastic. But fuck you, Mark Jackson. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal was sitting out games. He was sitting out 
quarters of seasons. Yeah. And then coming back healthy and rested and ripping down backboards for the Lakers. And and you know why? He was resting his legs so he could carry Kobe Bryant and the rest of the fucking Lakers to three straight championships. Well, and also, it's funny hearing Mark say this or anyone saying this, that they want to see him play. And Kawhi in particular is what I'm talking about. When... The Raptors did the same thing last year with Kawhi. And won. Hey, that's my point. Right. They, they won a title. And, and here's, the Spurs did it with Kawhi. And the Spurs did it with Kawhi. And the Spurs did it with Tim Duncan. And, guess, and Parker and Ginobili. And the and look, everybody, this is, this is a fact way, of life now. And here's a fun fact, too, for anybody who doesn't know this. Kawhi Leonard led all NBA players in minutes played during the playoffs. So the argument that he shouldn't sit and then come play. Meanwhile, you have the Houston Rockets where Harden plays all the games. Harden gets hurt. Harden comes back. Harden plays 45 minutes. Harden fucking runs out of steam in the playoffs. There, there's a science to this. Yeah. What the? What is the best way to do it? I don't know, but Kawhi probably knows better than we do how often he should play. Is anybody, like, for Mark Jackson to say Kawhi should be doing this, it's like Kawhi is great when he's out there. Well, I don't, by the way, I don't want to pin this all on Mark Jackson. Another argument, though, I'm hearing from pundits and from people in the sports media world is if I'm a Clippers fan or let's say I'm a local from Los Angeles and I pay money to go see tonight, you know, big game against the Bucks, reigning MVP Giannis, if I'm paying... You know, three hundred dollars to take my wife and two kids, or whatever it is, to the Staples Center. Well, first of all, I just looked at Knicks Clippers tickets when the Knicks are in town. You can get Clippers tickets for as low as seven dollars. Yeah, really? Yeah. So relax on the three hundred dollar situation. Where would you get those tickets, Joe? I get them on SeatGeek. That's where I looked. Seven dollars on SeatGeek, and you can you can hit that a button on SeatGeek that says with the fees. You know what I mean? You can see yeah. to- totals with the fees. I got with fees. I got seven dollars Knicks Clippers tickets in the. F- I mean, they were in the rafters. Yeah, but I was like, hey, if I want to go to this game, I sure. can go. Yeah, unbelievable, guys. If you want to get tickets to any NBA game this season, like Joe said, hop on SeatGeek, download the app, and he didn't mention the best part of SeatGeek is that they will give you ten dollars off on your first purchase. All you need to do is use our promo code. So download the SeatGeek app and use promo code DIRTY today. That's D-I-R-T-Y for $10 off on your first purchase. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off on your first purchase. And that goes for any live event. I believe it was uh, a Broadway or something in that realm. A Dirtball just sent me a screenshot for some tickets to a play or something like that. And I'm sending him some koozies because I will send you koozies if you use promo code DIRTY. Anyway, Clippers tickets are cheaper, so I was wrong on that. But that's one of the complaints that people were saying. Well, you go to baseball games. You can't go to a Dodgers game and see Kershaw every fucking night. Guys get sat. Um, Look, this is a, like, you really can't hold, like, now are guys going to football games and saying, hey, man, I came to see Saquon, and you're taking him out? On certain places, it's like, look, that then it becomes you can't bench Kawhi for three minutes at the end of the first because I was late showing up. It's a buyer's fucking, you know, there's, there's, there's 
things on the back of the tickets. This is the same thing with people getting hit in the head with baseballs. Uh, don't sit down the third baseline unless you don't want to get hit with a baseball. Don't buy tickets to games if you don't want to see your players. Do do I think it is uh, great? If I bought a ticket, am I like, fuck yeah, Kawhi, sit? No. But if I'm a Clippers fan, we got to look big picture here, right? If I'm a Clippers fan, do I want to see Kawhi on a random game in November? Or do I want to see Kawhi healthy for the playoffs? Exactly. That, that's the question you're asking yourself. Well, it is the question. Do I want to see Kawhi on that game? Or do I want to see Kawhi on a float going down downtown Los Angeles? Because they won the title. I, I, I think it's ridiculous. And by the way, they're make, like there was a couple years ago where the Spurs were sitting everybody and everybody, you know, these teams are sitting people. And I, I agree. If I bought tickets, I'd be pissed. But at this point, they're making it pretty clear. Don't buy the second half of back-to-backs. Yeah. Don't come to the second game of a back-to-back. He's not playing. Sure. No, I agree. And and let's not forget. And Giannis is 24 years old or whatever. So you saw Giannis. And let's not forget. These guys are playing more basketball than ever. Back in the day, they were like truck drivers in the offseason. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, back in the day, they were like delivering UPS packages. These, these guys now live basketball 24-7. They play in summer league games. They play overseas. You know, they play in so many different leagues. It's a full-time job. Yeah. So, and. I dis- I, I'm in agreement with you, and I'm in disagreement with anybody who's like, yeah, back in the day, I don't want to be, and Mark Jackson even knew it because he used the word, I don't want to be the old head, and right. then proceeds to be the old head. Yeah. Look, the proof are in the facts, right? The fact is. I mean, they, that's not the saying, but yeah. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. But the proof is in the facts as Proof well. is in the pudding. How many championships did Mark Jackson's Pacers win? None. How many Championships did Mark Jackson's Knicks win before and after he left? None. How about his Warriors? None. How many has Kawhi won? Yeah. But this is something that's been going on for a long, long time now. Yeah. I mean, when were when was the Lakers' last championship with Shaq? They went three P what what year was that? Two thousand two, three, and four? No, because four they lost to the Pistons. Okay. So 2001, 2, and 3? Yeah. So we're talking about 16 years ago. Shaq was sitting out basically the full yeah. season. That was actually how... that People don't know this. It's a fun fact about Shaq. That's actually when he first started getting involved with Papa John's. He was sitting so much, he was learning how to make pizzas at his house. And here he is now. He was like, I didn't actually learn how to make it, but you, it turns out you don't have to make it that well. Just dip it in garlic sauce and call it a fucking day. <laughs> what is that, an old shoe? Well, here's some garlic sauce. I would lose my shit if Shaq showed up to the Smut Studio delivering your pizza. Could yeah. he even fit in my doorway? He's like, what's the deal with this doorway? It's so small. You know what else is small? These garlic packets. But that doesn't mean they're not full of flavor. I dump all over everything. These garlic these garlic sauces are me on the Lakers. And the pizza is Kobe Bryant. Without it, it would do nothing. But you dip it in me. And that's it. We a championship, we a championship duo. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal is the Papa John's garlic sauce of NBA players. It elevates everybody it touches. I love that. Yeah. 
Shaquille O'Neal is the garlic sauce of NBA players. And it's, it's a good point. You can have your pizza, but without that garlic sauce, you just can't make it work. Yeah. And Kobe learned that the hard way. Without, uh, without Shaq, he struggled. Okay, what's up, Aaron? Do you guys fuck with ranch with your pizza? Do you guys fuck with ranch? Is this what you were trying me in for? This guy That's has what a- I was thinking. You, said, you made it sound like garlic sauce with this, like, indispensable ingredient. And no, well, for, for Papa John's. Sha- okay. First okay. of all, Shaquille O'Neal made it sound like that. Also, I mean, you you know Papa John Like, it Papa John's basically only exists because they give you the garlic sauce. Right? The I've, garlic butter sauce. I've honestly never had Papa John's. So I, I don't know. <laughs> Mind blown. I know. That's my fault. Yeah, it's bad. It's basically Domino's, but they give you this garlic butter sauce, and then you dip in that, and then you don't give a fuck. So, um, I'll fuck with ranch, but you you, you got to mess with ranch, right? But like to me, if I'm dipping a pizza in ranch, I don't think the pizza's that good. Not but even, I will, but I will fuck with ranch. Not even the crust. Like, no, like. I'm the other a, day we had that barbecue chicken pizza and I was like, it's pretty good. But then I was like, oh, y'all fucks with a ranch on this. Well, well, here was my deal. But I'm with saying that. if that if that pizza was like bomb, I'd just be like, yo, this pizza. No, see, I will I will dip the crust. I'm a big crust into the ranch. By the way, can we, real quick, guys, those wings. I should I should have given them to you. My asshole. The next night. This is what I did the next night. How were the How were the wings the next day? They were better. Yeah. And I put them in the oven. Because they were a little too soft yeah. and like a little too a little too saucy. So what I did was they I... needed to be congealed by a little frig- refrigerator action. I agree, but this is what I did. I had eight leftover wings. Yeah. And I put them in my oven. That was during Monday Night Football, your Giants-Cowboys game. And I also was baking some Brussels sprouts because I'm like, dude, I got to get some greens with it. I ate those eight wings. Oh, my God. Dude, the next day... I was in such pain squirting. I thought I was. I thought I, I mean, I don't know if squirting is the word to use. I was squirting. Were you jerking off the fucking? No, it wings? was. It was liquid water coming out my butthole. Liquid water. Yes, it was water coming out the old water. Butthole. Yeah, George Brett style. I went to Costco and I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna be able to do this," and I somehow managed to make it through Costco. And back to my apartment. So, Johnny's, your pizza ain't bad, but uh, I, I can't fuck with those wings anymore, man. I thought the Brussels sprouts would even it out. Nope. Nope. Not even close. Okay, more NBA talk real quick. The Suns are off to a surprisingly good start, huh? Yeah. This is good for the NBA. Five ju- and two. I just said this about the NFL recently. The NFL is better when the Niners are good, and I have no care about the Niners whatsoever. The NBA is better when the Suns are good. Like they're they're in my top seven teams that the NBA is better when they are good. Like the NBA is better when the Knicks are good, when the Lakers are good, when the Celtics are good. When the Heat are good, when the Bulls are good, when the Suns are good, and when, I don't know, the fucking Blazers are good. I don't know about that. That's a pretty good list, by the way. But I don't don't know if I agree about the Suns thing. Phoenix, Arizona doesn't have a lot going on. No. Like I talked about just a couple episodes ago, NBA... 
on NBC the fucking out the exterior shots of those red mountains behind America West Arena or whatever the fuck it's called now. It's Heat, the Gorilla. I do like Nash, the I do like the Gorilla. Barkley. Shout out Harambe. Tom Chambers. A little purple up in this. A little purple and orange. A little Thunder Dan Bob Marley. Yeah, a little Thunder Dan Bob Marley. <laughs> Thunder Bob Marley. I'm into the heat of Phoenix. I'm into the the, the dry heat. I do like those old unis. When Charles Barkley went yeah. there, Danny Ainge, the latter years, post-Celtics. I'm into the Suns being good. And they're good, and it's fun. I don't think it's going to keep up. But I love the idea of the Suns making the playoffs this year. Road trip. Yeah, let's go. It's right downtown, the stadium. I'm so into it. It's right It's right by the – I've never been to a game there, but I've been to a Diamondbacks game. It's close to Chase Field. I have, I have strong Italian ties to the Phoenix Suns. My, my Mike D'Antoni years. My, our boy Steve Nash. Who, by the way, I think – Steve Nash lives in Manhattan Beach. We need to get Steve Nash on the show. Well, he was Can pl- everybody just tweet at Steve Nash and tell him to come on the show? Yeah. Steve Nash needs to be on the Dirty Sports. I agree. We need to talk. Honestly, you don't even need to be here for it. I need to talk. Mike D'Antoni, I'm- seven seconds or less. Steve <laughs> Nash. Uh, honestly, you should be here for it. I'm the fucking host. You should, <laughs> you should be here for it just so you can criticize that style of offense and Mike D'Antoni and all the things, and we can listen to Steve Nash just, just, just sort you out. Just Prano, this is tear a, you apart. This is a classic Prano. My issue with D'Antoni again, always. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. But you're also making a blatant lie. Is just his playoff record, and your response always. And that's great, and I want you to talk to Steve Nash about that. I want you to talk to Steve Nash about him getting hip checked into the fucking scorers table by Robert Ory in one of the great fleecings all time by a psychotic lunatic and Greg Popovich, who's like, go out there and start a fight, ripped from the pages of Phil Jackson, sending JoJo English out onto the court in an NBA playoff series to fight Derek Harper. I mean. Props to Popovich for making that call, but like I need Steve. Everybody tweeted Steve Nash. I need Steve Nash here, and I need Ruther to question Steve Nash on the Suns' ability to make an NBA Finals when he was there with Dan Tony. Well, I, by the way, I was I was gonna tweet at Steve Nash myself because yeah, he lives right by here. He was playing basketball in Venice. Not Beach. necessary. Everybody tweet at Steve Nash for us. Include Andy Ruther as a, a Steve Nash hater in those tweets if you want. I love Steve Nash. What are you talking about? Steve Nash hater. You like to make up all these lies, Joe. I'm just saying you've been very critical of Steve Nash and Mike D'Antoni and, Not, the, and the Suns. Of Steve and Suns Nash. Team. Are you kidding me? I've loved Steve Nash since he upset Arizona at a 15-2 seed Santa Clara days. How you like that, buddy? Chris Mills days. Your, your boy over here has been watching Nash a long time. Hitting you with some hot facts right there. Let's get Steve Nash in here. I, th- I believe it's at Steve Nash. I'm, I'm not going to invite you. It's just going to be me and Steve Nash hanging out. That's going to be awkward as shit when you're like, so how come you never were able to make an NBA Finals with, uh, with, the, with those seven seconds or less teams? He's just going to light you up. He's not going to be such a nice Canadian when not with, without me here to be a buffer. You're unbelievable. 
I would love to get Nash on the show, though. Yeah, let's what? do that. But I'm excited. The NBA is better. I stand by my statement. The NBA is better when the Suns are good. Booker playing well. Everybody's saying Booker hollow points all these years. He's playing well. Uh, you know, I again, I don't think they're going to be a two seed. I don't think they're going to be. A th- I think they'll probably be in the the bottom half of the seeding. But boy, would I love it if they could hang on. I would love to see that that Suns team involved in some playoff basketball. You know who's just should just tank this year. Warriors. Well, the Warriors are going to be set up. The more I think about it, because... Come I was, out and don't play it. <laughs> I was watching the game tonight. Warriors, don't come out. But I was watching... And just tank. I was watching the game tonight, and I'm looking at these, these guys on the floor. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, you guys are going to suck, right? Sorry, need to do one more. Had to clink that bottle. R.I.P. Bad Boy. Uh, I'm watching the game, and obviously, Steph's hurt, Clay's hurt. But then I'm thinking, if they suck, continue to suck like this, and get a good pick, like they're gonna be good at like th- th- this was their starters tonight: Pascal, Glenn Robinson. Willie Cauley Stein, Bowman, and Jay Poole. Who are some of these guys? Right. Jay Poole? No, absolutely. I mean, look, if you get Steph back, you get Clay back, you still have Draymond, you get a high draft pick, yeah, you're right back in the mix. For sure. Right back in the mix. Yeah, absolutely. So they absolutely should tank. It's just not going to sell a ton of tickets in San Francisco. Those fans are fair weather anyway. Fair weather as shit. The, the Oakland fans weren't fair weather. That's no what I'm saying. The curse of Oakland. The curse of leaving Oakland. I like it. I agree. You can't leave Oakland. Oaktown, fool. Everyone's leaving Oakland, man. Yeah. I feel bad for Oakland. Oakland didn't even notice. The only thing they got, <laughs> the only they got are those statues. Oakland's now like the Brooklyn of San Francisco. It's just like hipsters. Doing, I mean, remember when we went to, remember when we performed at a wine show run by a black guy in Oakland? Like, <laughs> Is there ever been? Is there ever been a more thing? You lob barons up in here running that that Campo Vita wine show. That was a yeah, fun yeah. show, though. So was, so was, uh... <laughs> I love Lyle. Good friend, dear friend of mine. When he's on stage, I don't understand a word of it. <laughs> I've never understood a word of it. People laugh. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. But not only, not only. So, yeah, yeah, it was Campo Vita. But not only that show, we did that other show earlier in Oakland at that bar, which was like in downtown Oakland, and it could not have been more hipster. Which one was that? The first night we were in town. Was oh, a, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. It was, it was yeah. Pa- I'm it, telling you, it's hipster as shit. It was packed full of hipsters. Yeah. Any other NBA talk, Joe? Is Too Short from Oakland? Yes. Did you see my Too Short tweet? I, I, I liked it. It's... I, I tried to get Alexa to play Too Short, and she wouldn't play Too Short. So then I asked by s- the song, and she goes, playing by $2 sign Hort. I was like, Alexa, what the fuck are you doing out there? Yeah. Is it key dollar sign ha? Like, g- get it together. 
Is well, it M A dollar sign E? Which, by the way, Mace went by back in the day. But uh, you know what that means? She Ale- went two dollar sign Hort. That means Alexa is racist, and therefore she's I was like Alexa's white as shit. Yeah, she's so white, she's canceled, canceled, canceled. Okay, let's move on. We got a lot to talk tonight. Yeah, we do. We got, of course, NFL. Our how NFL long into picks. the show are we, Andy? About third, a little over thirty minutes in, oh, I believe. Wow. You had you had NBA blocked out to twenty twenty five, so we're already we're already over schedule. Yeah, I'm trying to be a little more uh, on top of things with. We, no- we we can cut we can cut down this college football. We'll we'll keep it fast. Okay, let's talk a little college football, Joe. The first college football rankings were released, and the college fans are losing their mind because the first college football. It's like it's not the BCS anymore, but it's like. The playoff rankings, correct? Yes. Because there's been rankings. There's been polls. But these are the ones that matter. Right. And uh, Ohio State is surprisingly number one. I think a lot of people thought it would be LSU. Uh, LSU is number two. Three is Bama. Four is Penn State. Clemson is five. Georgia, six. Oregon, seven. Utah, eight. Oklahoma, nine. And Florida, ten. Baylor... Undefeated at 12. Can you scroll down a little bit? I just want to see the rest of the... Baylor. Wisconsin. Okay, so you get... Right after Baylor at 12, you start getting into two lost teams. Well, Florida and Auburn. Yeah. 10 and 11. Yeah. But everyone's freaking... And look, you you don't watch much college football. I always say I'm not going to, and I do. I always end up watching a lot. I've watched a lot of these teams play this year. Uh, I get why people were mad because Clemson won it all last year. But, however, guys, they've beaten one ranked team, which was Texas A&M, at home. The ACC is terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah. There's there's no other way around it. The ACC is terrible. The only ranked team Clemson plays the rest of the year is number 19, Wake Forest. But this will sort itself out, right? Does Penn State play Ohio State? Uh, yeah, they play in a couple weeks. Yeah. So, there you go. If Clemson goes undefeated, one of those teams will lose, they'll be in. Yeah, it'll sort itself out. And, you know, you'll have Baylor, if they manage to go undefeated, who'll be like, hey, we deserve to get in. And be like, shut the fuck up, Baylor. Yeah. No one gives a shit. Yeah, they don't have a chance. And But even even like a, a Utah or Oregon, if one of those schools finishes... If, if Baylor's still complaining, I think we all know it'll happen. The... Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms will go in there and burn the whole school down. Because that's what happens in Waco. <laughs> the ATF goes in there. And if anybody's making too much noise, they light the whole thing on fire. Too soon. Can I get a personalized Baylor football jersey? Too jer- soon. Can- Did you just do a fucking... Yeah, too soon. David yeah. Koresh, too soon? Can I get a personalized Baylor football it's, jersey? It's been so not too soon that I think the re- David Koresh is about to rise from the dead again. Was that 94? Who fucking gives a shit? Can I get a David Koresh Baylor football jersey? It just says Koresh. <laughs> Koresh new. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, actually, this is a good... They're like, why 46? Like, that's how many wives I had. Yeah. What if compound. You, you think if you walked into the Baylor Stadium wearing a David Koresh jersey, people... I don't think they'd even care. Would they care? I don't think anybody would know. It's so long like ago? One, not even. I don't even think it's that long. It's like, we're talking about Waco, Texas. 
How, like, do you think there was people that were like down the fucking block from there? Like, they lit that weirdo's fucking house of ours. Like, yeah, I never understood what's going on there. It's all right. It's burned down. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Have you watched anything on that? Like, have you watched any documentaries? Oh yeah, I watched, I watched the TV movie on it back in the day. It, it was the dude from Wings played David Koresh. Oh, was it Stephen Wright or whatever the fuck it was? Not Stephen Wright. Uh, Stephen, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't know his name. The other guy. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Uh, but there is a big game this week. Maybe the game of the year so far. What is the game of the year so far? Might be the game of the entire season. Baylor versus the ATF. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm taking ATF and the points. That's close. Bama. LSU, Joe Prano. Oh, shit. Big game this week. You know, I went to a... Uh concert with tug last week we went to see tom york and uh we saw tommy dewey there tommy dewey going back to alabama to go see his boys take on lsu oh he is yeah interesting well that's how you know it's a big game tommy actually cares Old fucking casual making his way down to a football game well the tide are favorites we're assuming that their quarterback Tua is going to play why was he hurt? Yeah. Oh. You just don't pay attention, do you? No, I do not. He's missed the last few games. Okay. But they're still... I'm pretty open about not caring at all about college football. Notre well, Dame's already lost, what, twice at this point? Correct. So I don't give a shit. So Bama's the favorite, anywhere from six to six and a half. Okay. Uh, I, I want to I get Coach O's take give on Give me this. LSU and the points. You like LSU and the points? Yeah, fuck it. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Even though you haven't watched any college football? Yeah. And I think that because two teams feeling each other out, it's gonna be it's gonna be like uh, sounds sexual. Yeah, it, it it's exactly what it is. It's gonna be like senior prom, you know, two people been fucking circling each other all year. They took different dates. Yeah, you know what I mean. But they know they want to dance together. Neither neither of them are dating their dates. They had their eyes on each other. It's going to be a little circle. We'll be halfway through the game before they even meet on the dance floor. I'm taking uh, I'm taking the under. I'm taking it's LSU. Like six, and, it's like 64 and a half I just yeah, saw. taking the under and LSU on the points. Well, I wonder what Coach O's taking. I actually have him on the phone. He has graciously, graciously stayed up. I know it's late central time in Louisiana. But we do have Coach O on the phone, and uh, we always bring him in before the Big Bama game. Coach O, are you there? Andy Ruther and Joe Prano, I just want to correct old Andy Ruther. I didn't stay up late tonight. I ain't up late. I'm up early. I went to bed around 6 p.m. Got up at around 9 p.m. I'm getting ready for tomorrow. Big game on Saturday. Taking on the Tide. <laughs> Taking on that Crimson Tide. We going to go out there. We talked about it last year. We fighting an elephant and a color simultaneously. This is a difficult game for us. We don't know what to focus on. But uh, we got uh, Joe Burrow. We got our best team ever down here on LSU. We won national championships. They ain't as talented as this team. Can you repeat that, Coach? We won national championships down here on the Bayou Bengal Baton Rouge. And they ain't as talented as this team. You need me to say it one more time, Andy Ruther, or can I fucking keep on to my next point? 
You got me calling me here down 1 a.m., 12 p.m., 12 a.m., whatever the fucking time it is here. I'm in the film room trying to look at Bobby motherfucking Tua, whatever his name is, uh, Thomas Superlopo. And you got me talking, and then you go, can you repeat yourself? Can you say it again? Now, Coach. Marcus Theo Yasahopo ain't going to do it against us this weekend. Now, Coach. Marcus Mariota. Florence Griffith Joyner. I don't know. Jackie Joyner Kersey. <laughs> ain't nobody coming at us this weekend. I don't care how fast you are, how fancy your nails are. You ain't running on this by you, Bengal defense. Jackie Joyner. Now, Coach, this year it has been. Your offense, though, as well, Joe Burrow is arguably in the lead. That's just what we want you to think. So you you don't think the offense is going to show up against Nick? Oh, Saban? I think they're going to show up all right. But there's that we let me let me ask you something, Andy. Ruder. Yeah, you know why Tigers have straps? Why is that? I I ask you a question. You ask me a question back. Do you or do you not know why tigers have stripes? To camouflage. You should watch more Tiger Week. Chill out on the Shark Week for once in your life. Watching a Tiger Week. Exactly. Camouflage. We over here in the bayou laying the weeds. Oh, our defense. Look at it. Oh, down there. Look at that. Where the tigers? I don't know. How come I can't see them? Because they got stripes and they're hiding in the weeds. This camouflage. Now everybody going, oh, the offense. Oh, Joe Burrow. Oh, give him the Heisman Trophy. It's just what I want you to think. Because <laughs> this week, when an elephant comes walking through our prairie, walking through our jungle, we going to pop out of weeds. This defense is going to be, gotcha, motherfucker. <laughs> but the game's in Tuscaloosa, coach. So you're in their jungle, and you're in their prayer. Everywhere my defense goes, we bring that jungle with us, okay? That's the way it goes. The Bayou, I don't care if the Bayou Bengals playing in Paris, France, in the Europe, European Union. I don't care if we using the euro over there to pay for baguettes. Wherever we are, motherfucking Bayou. Good to know, Coach. Any last thoughts before the game? Are you worried that they have owned you recently and Nick Saban has had your number? This is me. Nick Saban had my number for years. He called me on the phone. He said, Coach, what you up to this weekend? And I got to tell you the truth. A couple times in the past few years, I thought it was a friend they called. He said, what are you up to? I was like, well, we're working on this thing with the three, four, and, you know, we're going to do cover two against you guys. And then he would cackle in that devilish, you know, <laughs> and then hang up, and i go, motherfucking Nick Saban got me. He called, he asked me what I was going to do this weekend, and I motherfucking told him. I'm a, a assistant coach. I'm an interim coach. Years and years. I ain't responsible for phone calls from other devilish sounding head coach and motherfuckers. These guys call me on the phone. I just tell, hey, what are you working on this? We got to go, ah, oh, we're working on this. We're going to hide in the weeds, and then we're going to jump out. We're going to kill your elephant. And then he goes, ah, I got you. And I was like, shit, that saving got me. So this year, been a head coach now, two full seasons. We're looking better than ever. I learned. Saban called me the other day. He goes, hey, 
Hey, Coach O, what you working on down there? What you gonna do a burrow on Saturday? You gonna, gonna do doing a lot of running and passing? And I said, Hey, Nick Saban, goodbye. <laughs> Don't call me no more. We head coaching rivals now. You can't call me on the phone like that. And I said, Good day to you. I'm putting your number in my phone. I'm putting it as Nick. Saban, and then uh, there's a company line, which I like on the iPhone. They have a whole thing where you can make a note of what coming out. I put head coach Alabama Crimson. This guy ain't catching me off guard no more. Now when my phone rings, I go, Siri, hang up on Nick Saban, coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide. I blocked his number. Just like we're going to block his defensive line, run all over him. Just like we're going to block for Joe Burrow while you're throwing that his way to the Heisman. But I think we win this game 9-6. <laughs> A lot of people go, oh, five field goals. Nah, uh, 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 uh. We're getting a touchdown and one field goal. We're going to miss the extra point. I've seen these things happening. Because <laughs> you know why? Tough kid get an extra point through the weeds. And we go, they've been taking the bayou down in Tuscaloosa. All right, Coach Joe, always a pleasure. Thanks for having us. I'm going to tell you this Thanks one thing, Andy up. You don't get rid of me that fast. We're going to get Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa after the game. Anybody wants to hang out with the Bayou Bengals, we ain't flying back that night. We flying back on Sunday. We going to hang out. We got we planned a day of partying. Wow. Taking over the whole town after a W. That's right. And I got Nick Saban's number. I'm like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Come out and meet us. Coach Joe, always a pleasure. Man, he's fired up tonight, Joe. I mean, you, you caught him pretty late. I did. Or early. Yeah. I'm rooting for LSU. You got to be. You got to be, right? You got to be. We're rooting for the devil. Yeah. Got to be. Coach O. Just a loyal friend of the show. Calls us. How many times do we have Nick Saban on the phone? Never. I, I heard that somebody asked Nick Saban if he wanted to call the Dirty Sports Podcast, and he goes, I don't know what podcasts are. I don't know who the President of the United States are, yeah. is, so I certainly don't know what a podcast is. Yeah. No thank you, good day. By the way, not to change the subject, Aaron walking to my kitchen, he's like fucking Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> As he walks around. Like Catherine Zeta-Jones <laughs> in that one movie where she was like avoiding the lasers. Also, I could use a beer, twerks. Anything for the claw. Joe, we still have tons of NFL to talk and make our picks. And also, How, how, how far into the show are we, Andy? We're about 50 minutes. Woo! You had 25 minutes for NBA third and 10 for college. We're 15 minutes over. Well, to pick up the pace here. Are you just rubbing it in my face that we're behind? No, just saying. Okay, well, let's pick up the pace. Let's do some NFL news, then we'll make our picks, and then we'll attempt to get to some dirtball calls. Okay, Cam Newton. On the IR, briefly, I want your take. I'll say my take. Uh, he will never play another down again. For it's a buy forever meme. Yeah, and here's why, by the way. Mostly a business decision, too. Uh, I saw if he does play, if he's still on the roster, come Next I believe, year? they take 19 million hit. Yeah. They're winning games without him. Why would they want to spend another 19 million? Cam Newton will never play another down again for the Carolina Panthers. Now, do you think that they trade him? They don't cut him, right? Like Cam Newton has value. I agree. Now, I hate to say I told you so, but did I tell you so? Did I say the Carolina Panthers? Even you, 
And you're not even a, you're not even a Cam fan. Even you're like, oh, I don't know. Calling it moving on from Cam Newton. Did I say they should move on? How long ago did I say they should move on? But he also didn't have a serious injury until now. Yeah, he also, I mean. But we also did. Dis- is, that, is that why? Like, so let me ask you something. Okay. Cam Newton's hurt. Kyle Allen's in. Kyle Allen's playing well. They shut down Cam. This dude's healthy in six weeks from now, and then he's healthy all off season. He's healthy. Are you are you bringing Cam Newton back? He's healthy, hundred percent healthy, clean bill of health. Dodger says healthier than ever. His, he gets the Tommy John of of shoulder surgeries. He's his shoulder is stronger than it was before he was hurt in the first place. Am, am I? No. Right. Financially, it doesn't make sense. They're winning games without him. No, of but course not. Every quarterback is going to get a deal. Like nineteen million isn't that big of a deal for a quarterback. No, I'm moving on, and I, and I thought he served his purpose. You know, we disagree there. He made it to a Super Bowl. He won an MVP. I, I would argue it worked out in Carolina. He won some playoff games. He won an MVP. It worked out. He was there eight, nine years. Move on. Cool. Where would you like to see him go? Now, that's a good question. Da Bears. I was thinking Bears. Everybody, Da Bears. It's like how we knew six months in in advance Nick Foles was going to the Jags. Yeah. Da Bears. He's going to be with Da Bears. Yeah. Speaking of Nick Foles, going to be starting for the Jags. He is. That's right. I don't hate it. No, I love it. I said it. I said they should do it. Yeah. No, I feel ya. Although I will miss uh my boy Minshew's amazing facial hair on display. Well, they'll still they'll, nothing ensures more that we're gonna see Minshew's facial hair on the sideline than him backing up foals. They're just gonna they're always gonna be show showing Minshew. Like, whenever you have a quarterback backup story, they always show the other guy. Yeah. Like, I see Eli Manning 14 times a game. In, True. In Giants games. And I heard that Minshew has more time now to use his Harry's razors to keep that facial hair looking nice and He's fresh. fifth trimmer blade. Oh, yeah. Unlike Eli, who uses Harry's razors to keep a clean-shaven face. No facial hair. Guys, Joe and I both are rocking the facial hair now. Like Joe said earlier in the show, I need to trim up my face and just leave the mustache. And I'm going to do that tomorrow morning with my Harry's razors. That quality durable blade that comes at a fair price for just $2 per blade. Guys, the best part is listeners of Dirty Sports can redeem an amazing trial set at harrys.com forward slash dirty. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. All that is available at harrys.com forward slash dirty to start shaving better today. And uh, send me a screenshot of using harrys.com forward slash dirty, and I will send you some koozies. Okay, let's let's get through this NFL news. We have some quick uh, former NFL player criminal news. 
Aaron Hernandez is now connected to a fourth murder. Can't wait to hear this response from all the uh, Patriots fans, including one who's a dirtball who battled me on my own Instagram. Saying what? CTE! I mean, look, CTE... By the way, is wild, but like- his CTE basis is that Aaron Hernandez, I don't know if you guys know this, Aaron Hernandez's own brother wrote a book blaming it on CTE. And by the way, if I was his lawyer, I would blame it on CTE. And also, he probably has CTE. And also, it probably was part of the deal. But he murdered four people. Yeah. Well, there's a new book out from author... Uh, where is this author? Um, what's his name? Well, the book is called uh, Dylan Howard. It's called Aaron Hernandez's Killing Fields. And he's written a bunch of books about different things from uh, Princess Di to like Jean Benet Ramsey, just like all these, these, these gruesome murders and things that happen behind the scenes. And he claims he's got the inside scoop on that Aaron killed a fourth person. I mean, the goat murderer, NFL murderer at this point. Like, I mean, who comes close to him? Yeah, who comes close to him? And and unlike Tom Brady, not a system murderer. No, like a like a proper lone gunman. Did it all on his own. Did it all on his own. Or did he? Is the question. Was Belichick and Brady involved? Ooh, conspiracy theory. Was he like? Do, do we know anything about his victims? Yes. Are they all of a particular like race or anything like that? I think they're all over the place. All over the place. So not not killing white people. Well, Odin Lloyd is black. Right. Uh, so was he doing this? Was he killing black people to like be good with Boston fans? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going there with this. I was like, don't do our, it. Our don't Boston, do it. Our Boston, eh. our Boston fans like, kill more black people. I'm not saying Boston fans are trash pieces of garbage, but Bill Russell refuses to step foot in the state. So Joe has a couple dosekis. He's feeling a little loose tonight. He's going there. I don't I feel great. Also, Boston is a trash dump when it comes to sports fans, right? I haven't had much experience there personally. Have they tried to murder uh Josh Gordon yet? Have they tried to murder Antonio Brown? Are they trying to murder Jimmy Garoppolo for leaving and winning? I mean, Jacoby Broccololi, whatever his name is in Indianapolis, his days are numbered. Jacoby Broccololi? Yeah, I forget the guy's name. Josie? The disrespect. Well, another just disturbing... Josie Broccoli. My, my apologies. Another disturbing former NFL player news. This is even more disturbing because he is a former guest... Of our podcast, Kellen Winslow Jr. took a plea deal to avoid a life sentence. And Kellen Winslow Jr. has now agreed and pleaded guilty to raping an unconscious teen in 2003 and also sexual battery of a 54-year-old hitchhiker. This is on top of him being convicted of raping a homeless woman in Encinitas last year. So on top of that, He's got these charges, and uh, he is without a doubt the worst guest 
<laughs> of the Dirty Sports Podcast. In the history of the Dirty Sports Podcast. I don't I, know. We did have Steve Hofstetter on. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. The one thing I know about Kellen Winslow is... Oh, fucking shit. <laughs> it's playing the wrong thing. I always do this. This is why we need a sound guy. That was playing the old YouTube video of today's show. I was trying to get It's About Legacy, yo. We got to get it for old time's sake. Do I, do I have this right now? Do I have this right? I mean, this is unbelievable. <laughs> Just say It's About Legacy, yo. <laughs> For those of you new to our show, we had Kellen Winslow Jr. on. It's not working. Via phone call. It's not working. Because he was tracking one of his victims. It's just not working. He was calling us from the weeds <laughs> outside Encinitas Trailer Park. He's like, I'm going to say this quietly because I don't want anybody to know I'm here. But it's about legacy, yo. It's about legacy, yo. It's about legacy, yo. Why is this not working? Just stop. Kellen Winslow, trash garbage. Also appeared on this show. I can't believe it. That was a big get for us back in the day. What's amazing is, I know your dream guest is OJ. He's one of them. Wouldn't be the biggest piece of shit to ever appear on our show. That's an interesting question. OJ, allegedly. But he killed two people. Allegedly. Allegedly. Crime of passion. Right? This is an interesting debate. Wow. Who's, like, can we run down the, can we run down the Kellen Winslow thing again? What has he been con convicted of at this point? He's raped a homeless woman, an unconscious teen, and those are the ones he's convicted of. And there's all, there's, other acts that he was charged with sexual, you know, battery, pulling out his dick. Like, we don't know how many people he raped. I'm going Kellen Winslow worse than OJ. You, like, you seriously believe that? Yeah. Because OJ... This is interesting. I know there are two people, but it's one murders, right? Basically. The guy shows up, wants to murder his wife, snaps, wants to murder his wife, murders everybody there. Uh, essentially, it could have been a one murder. could have been a six murder. Mur er, OJ was killing motherfucking everybody who was there. Yeah. Kellen Winslow raping somebody, leaving, raping somebody else, leaving, picking up hitchhikers, raping them, old ladies, raping them, unconscious people, raping them. Like, this guy, serial rapist. Yeah, it's awful. OJ... But he killed two people. I know. I'm just saying. Allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, I think it's an interesting discussion. Because a serial rapist is really Torch, what do you got? Who's worse? Who'd be the worst guest in the history of the Dirty Sports Podcast if we had OJ on? I would also go Winslow. Yeah, right? Interesting. Yeah. Because the Now what if we add Jameis one of one to the list? Who's who's the worst guest in the dirty sports body? I can't answer at that point. I don't know. I I would have to do a deep dive. That guy's dive. clearly murdered people. Yeah, that guy's done some shit people. we don't want to know about. But I think uh Allegedly. Winslow's crimes they're way more personal. You know? Yeah. So that's that's well, tough. What do you mean more they're more personal? Like uh 
like Prano said, the OJ thing was more of like a could have been a crime of passion. You know what I mean? Like he hasn't, as far as we know, murdered people since. But OJ also people. had a history of beating Nicole Brown. Yeah, but I mean, hey man, relationships are difficult. <laughs> but Winslow has has raped multiple people. It doesn't matter their age. I think what makes the know? Winslow thing so bad is that he's raping unconscious teens, homeless women, hitchhikers. Right. Like I'm not disagreeing with you. Like it's a bad list. It's a bad rap sheet. I, I might be siding with you guys. But again, we're talking about taking someone's life, although everything that Winslow did was so bad. Allegedly. I mean, not to... Uh, the, he, the, Winslow took the plea. Here's what's crazy about the Winslow thing. This is what's... Dis- OJ's still looking for the killers. Here's what's disturbing about our criminal justice system. Maybe Aaron can change this once he becomes a certified uh, man of the law. With him pleading, he gets maybe 12 to 18 years. So but by confessing to this, by confessing to— Is he already in jail, though? Yes. Yeah. So this is tacked on. This guy's going to be in jail for a long time. It's saying the sentence could be between 12 to 18 years. So you're telling me you could rape an unconscious teen and rape a homeless woman, and you only get 20 years? You should get more time for that. That's an awful crime. Well, I think that's on top of his. Other How old is Winslow? He's, he's got to be like what, pretty close to thirty-two, thirty-three. I bet he's thirty-five. He's uh, thirty-six. Yeah. So, unfortunately for the Dallas Cowboys, he'll be too old for them to sign when he gets out. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry's like, I don't know. We could get him cheap. Witten will probably be done by then. <laughs> We're going to get to NFL picks. Before we do that, I got to share. I have notes here. I had a call today with the San Diego Chargers season ticket office. Because I was I was very curious. And I, and I called Prano after my call that I had with the Chargers. And I kind of want to repeat it to all the dirtballs. And since we've talked, Prano, you're going to think I'm crazy. I am leaning more towards getting season tickets for the Chargers based on everything we discussed. So I call the Chargers ticket office, guys, and it's like a 20-minute call. He has he sets up a shared screen so he can like show me all the different seats from his computer onto my computer, which, by the way, had me paranoid as shit. I was like, can he access stuff on my computer? Right? Sure. It's like, is this guy looking at all the weird <laughs> sites I look at? Like, are they all laughing? Like, oh, this guy's weird. Anyway, so here's the deal. To get tickets... Around the 43-yard line. Now, they're not nosebleeds, but they're up there. They're the okay. last tier. Right. But 43-yard line, 15 rows up. They would cost a one-time $100 license fee per ticket. So basically nothing. Which is nothing. And $80 per game. eight games for the season, $100. You're talking about... No. Yeah, eight games, right? Yeah. Well, 10 because the two preseason. Right. So 10 bucks. Basically a $10 additional fee. Yeah. So for season tickets for the Chargers for next year in the brand new $5 billion stadium that's opening up in Inglewood, if I wanted like good seats but up there as far as eye level view, they looked pretty nice. You know, just like Seeky, he showed me if I was sitting where you could see the field from the seat. It'd be a one-time $100 fee and an $80 per ticket fee for 10 games. 
So that comes out to $900 plus a $25 processing fee. So if I wanted season tickets for the Chargers next year, this is wild how cheap this is. Season tickets for one ticket, all fees included, $925. It's pretty great. For 10 games. It's pretty great. So I said to Prano, why don't we do, like, if we got a pair of tickets, 925 each, we don't have to go to all the games. We could get in with some other people on it. We could sell the tickets. And they're hurting. You take, to, you take twerks to the Raiders game, you know? Yeah. We take, we have, I'm sure we have friends from all their conferences, right? Or yeah. from the guys in their uh, division. He said 35%, and who knows if he's lying about this. He was a nice guy. I actually really enjoyed our call. He was very helpful. But I said, beyond, I said, I don't know if you can tell me this. What percentage of season tickets are not sold? He said 35% of the No way. Stadiums, way more than that. I agree. Is available. Yeah. No way they sold 66%, like 65% of their season tickets already. Yeah. Even like the really nice seats... The baller seats that are almost like sweet, like like the sweet level. The seat license fee is only three thousand dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. We should get Chargers tickets. You putting this on the DSPN fund? Thust. You guys want to donate? You guys want to get some more patrons at the Patreon? Maybe we can afford it. Thust. I don't know, Prano. Like, I, I'll be honest, man. I it's it sounds, it sounds appealing, doesn't it? Yeah, because you could sell them, whatever. Right. Like, I'm I'm almost leaning towards this. Basically, he's gonna call me back in a month if I put, if I just put two hundred and fifty dollars down. That reserves us for but, one seat. For two seats until June. Wow. Of next year. And then you gotta what? Pay it all off? Then I'd have to pay it all off. But if I decide in June I don't want this, so I just eat two hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. You don't want to do that either, but No. I hear you. It's not that bad. Uh do we want to get to some picks? Sure, let's do it. And as Dirtball should know at this point, our weekly picks are sponsored by our friends right down the road here in Venice at gtppicks.com. I know a lot of dirtballs are using it, Joe, because it's winning them money. GTP Picks utilizes real-time statistics and analytics to give their clients an edge over the sports books. They offer exclusive betting plays for all major sports that have been profitable year after year, which is great for anybody who needs that insider info and basically, the real numbers. And I think you could use some of this right now. I could. Yeah, you're missing some picks. Okay. How are we doing on? Uh, how are we doing? How? What's our? Uh, we'll, what are our numbers at? Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. You you picked up some games on me. I, I took a bad week. But guys, any subscription with GTP picks gets the Dirt Balls exclusive access to professional sports betting picks with detailed write-ups and directly to your email. They will send you all that information, as well as 24-7 access to the GTP Picks team for all things sports betting. This is the deal that we have. Simply go to gtppicks.com and enter promo code DIRTY at checkout to save 25% off your subscription. 
With this Dirty Sports discount, you'll get access to the recommendations for less than $1 per play, Prano. And uh, I, got some, I got some updates on GTP Picks as well. Uh, they have a new pricing structure. Great. Give it to me. So basically, it's even more affordable and more simple. They have three tiers. One sports, two sports, and all sports. So you could pay for one sport, football, two sports, football, and basketball, or all sports. You get 30 days of NFL plays as well for just $75. So for a full month, $75 using promo code DIRTY. If you like making money while watching sports, investing with GTP picks is a no-brainer. And uh, I agree because guess what? They keep winning. I get I get annual updates. What? Uh, remind me what our bet is. Why do you do this every week, bro? Because I can't remember. I'm shoving the LJ in my ass. No, that's you. That's it. Your Antonio Brown bet, which I'm not worried about, by the way. Two weeks. I'm not. By the way, I'm ready to put that on record. You're not worried about the Antonio Brown bet, and to, because Odell Beckham's prime years are getting wasted away right now. Right, but. I mean, he's good for 800 yards for the next couple of years, right? I think he'll be good for 1,000 yards this year, but I think Antonio Brown is coming back next year. Oh, you do? I do. Wow. I think he's going to be an XFLer. I think he's going to be like the marquee guy for the XFL. I think he's going to be the Antonio Brown XFL. Well, then I should start lubing up if that's the case. Um, our bet is we have to wear the L chain for two weeks. One week or two weeks? It's between the AFC and NFC championship games to the Super Bowl. And the Bowl. Super Bowl. Correct. Well, Andy, I got to shout out our boys at GTP Picks because I was starting to worry. Oh, no. This is what you did. And I said to him, I said, I don't want all the picks. I said, give me a Joe Prano exclusive. I went into the Joe Prano fund. Unreal. I sent it to our boys at GTP Picks. Unreal. And I got. You, multiple leans for for last week. You picked up four games on me. Yeah. It was your best week of the season. GTP picks. I don't want to say which of the games I picked up were GTP and which of them were JPP. But me, in conjunction with our partner, look, we're picking I, up games. Look, I love GTP picks, but now I'm going to have to get the insider info from them because you basically did insider trading. Look. Just like dirt balls, you too can use promo code DIRTY and get 25% off GTP picks. Okay. Good point. I feel ya. How much? How important it is to you to not wear the L chain for two weeks? Well, you know, I don't really care. Exactly. I'm kind of an attention whore, so. Right? Yeah, whatever. I do. So I forked over that hard-earned cash. We don't see eye to eye on everything. I don't take their advice on everything. But you should because they won you a bunch of games last week. Well, look, some of those games that they won, some of those games they lost. Okay, okay. I would love to tell the listeners which games they were right on and which games they weren't, but the listeners have to use their own hard-earned money to use promo code DIRTY for 25% off. I'm giving you 25% off, and I'm giving you the Joe Prano. I'm, 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 I'm just saying... Like, I don't want to say it's like the Joe Prano guarantee, but I want to say it's certainly the Joe Prano. Uh, I'm giving you the, uh, there's, there's some good things happening. Here. Well, you're in my head a little now. Yeah, I know. Because now that. 
And this is the best part about it because you don't even know how many picks I'm looking at here. Oh, man. He's got his phone out. This is not good. It's not a lot. I had a seven-point lead that has now been shrunk to three with uh, eight weeks remaining. Okay, well, let's get to the games. Let's get to them. Thursday night, our boy over here twerks with Wolves. His Raiders are at home where they are a point dog to the L.A. Chargers. This is tough. It's a very tough one. Chargers, huge win. Huge. Over Green Bay. On the road, but they basically play all road games at this point. Yeah. But letdown game after the Green Bay game? It's a division game, so I don't know if I'd call it a letdown game. But this is what I think. Everyone's riding high on the Chargers after a big win. The Raiders, I hate, though. This is a game I hate. I don't want to pick either of these teams. Full disclosure. I don't like either of these teams. I see Aaron smiling over there. But the Raiders did me right last week, and they're going to do me right hopefully this week. I'm going with the Raiders. Give me the L.A. Chargers. Coming off a big win in a division game in Oakland. On a Thursday, basically what it comes down to is the Chargers have to win this game. If this spread was literally any higher, I'm not sure I don't take the Raiders. But it's a Thursday night game. Anything, is, are the Raiders winning? Um, give me the Chargers. Give me the- Anything is possible. Okay, Lions travel to the Bears for an NFC North matchup. The Bears are stinking up the joint right now. And to be honest, their defense is not the defense it was last year. Let me just say right now, before you even get started, give me the Lions to win this game. You want me to say that? I'm I'm taking the Lions to win this game. Okay, well, I'm taking the Lions to win this game. I think the Bears are in a free fall. Yeah. I I was just going to say that. I think the Lions straight up win this game. The Lions, I mean, they fucked me against Maharis' Raiders last week on a horrific play-action naked Backside bootleg. I like the Lions in this game. I like the Lions to straight up win this game. Me too. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Now we've both said it. Okay. Stop. You're both right. Ravens are 10-point favorites on the road in Cincinnati. Bengals are coming off a bye, are still winless. Obviously, the Ravens are on a big high right now. Everybody's talking Lamar Jackson MVP. I asked... uh, I asked Sean Green last night, our buddy from uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast. I asked him last night at our show. I said, who are your MVPs? First one he said was Lamar. People were riding Lamar high, man. Yeah. I think the Ravens win in cover. The Ravens beat the shit out of the Patriots last week. Yes. Let down. Ooh. I'm going Bengals. Ooh. I think the Ravens win. Early game. Who's the quarterback for the Ryan Allen? Ryan Finley. Ryan Finley. It's not one of the Allens. No. Are we sure his name's not Allen? Is his middle name Allen? How many Allens are there? Probably. Allen Houston. I'm going with the Bengals. All right. Staying in that division. The Browns are at home where they are two and a half point favorites to the Bills. I keep two and a half point favorites. Yeah, no, dogs. No, they're favorites. Really? I keep thinking the Browns are going to turn it around. 
Like, is this the game where they win? And cover? I just don't trust them. You see what Baker said about his mustache? He said he shaved three times because he didn't deserve. And he was, and he also said he was undefeated with the like. When is he? When is he rocked his handlebar? Like I would love a fact check on that. What did he say? About he the- said he was undefeated with the handlebar prior to this. That's why he had to shave because he was undeserving of it. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Are you taking the bills? I haven't made a decision. Yeah, I was like, I'm waiting for you here. Well, I was waiting for you. Oh, I'm going to take the Browns. I do think this is the week they turn around. And by turn around, I mean win a game and then immediately <laughs> fall off again and win fucking six games the whole year and are a huge disappointment. But I actually am not the biggest fan of this Bills team. I know their defense is really good, but. They don't give up points, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Things to be a bad, bad game. Going, I'm going t- 12-7 Browns. I think like, it, how do you score 12 points? I don't know, but I think they might. Yeah. Are the Browns going to start 2-7? and Because my thing is that the Browns win, they cover. Right. I don't see them winning by two or less. Sure. Are the Bills... There's two things in play here. Are the Browns going to start 2-7? and seven? Are the Buffalo Bills going to start 7-2? and two? Right. I, I just can't pick the Bills. There's no part of me that wants to pick the Bills. I got to go Browns, too. It's going to bite me in the ass. I wish I could change it. You can change it. Yeah. I'm not going to, though. I'm not okay. going to let you scare me off. Okay. So two Browns. All right. Falcons travel to the Saints. Mark my words on this one. It's a trap. I know the Saints are 13-point favorites here. And I know the Falcons have only won one game. But in any given night, Matt Ryan can light it up. I think the Falcons cover. And I would not be shocked if there's a major upset here. That's why in my Survivor, this was a debate with my friends on who we taking this week. And my friend was debating, oh, you, you know, it came down to this game and Dolphins Colts. Right. I and, would go Dolphins Colts. And that's what sure. I'm doing. I yeah. said, I'll, I'll, I trust Hoyer enough. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I think, I think the Falcons I could absolutely win the, I don't think they do win the game. I don't either. There's a very small chance they win the game, but they could. And yeah. I, and I think they cover. Yeah, me too. All right. The New York game. Jets, Giants. Your Giants are two and a half point favorites. Jets are a disaster. Giants are a disaster. I was going to say, you guys are a disaster too. Giants played like well for three quarters. Not even. Three, like the Giants played well for two quarters and they were spread out amongst four. Like they didn't even play a full half that was good. They they had a couple good plays in the first half, a couple good plays in the second half. Surprise, surprise. Daniel Jones under fucking duress his whole goddamn life. He can move. He can scramble. I like Daniel Jones. I think he's going to be fine provided he gets a good offensive line at some point. But goddamn, the the Giants offensive line is a debacle. The Giants defensive backfield is a debacle. Sterling Shepard may or may not have been raped to death by Callum Winslow Jr. because it doesn't seem like he's ever returning to the fucking field. <laughs> I mean, did he get stabbed in the temple by OJ? What's happening here? 
Uh, you tell me, man. You're a Giants guy. I don't know. I don't follow him closely. This enough. guy's been in concussion protocol. Like, I think he's just in. I think he's just. I think that's it. He had a lobotomy. He's in the MRI machine. They can't get him out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's stuck. He's in a well. Like um, the Goonies. Troy, send down a bucket. Get Sterling Shepard. I want to take the Giants, though. You should. Oh, fuck it. I'll take the Giants. All right. I'm taking the Giants, too. <laughs> Tried to lure you into that one. Yeah, I, I'm on to your tactics. Cards, Bucks. Woo! The Bucks are a four point favorite at home against Kyler. Backdoor, backdoor Murray. Yeah. The Bucks' defense is atrocious. Very, very bad. And their offensive line is very, very bad. Yeah. And the the Cardinals' defensive line can get after it. Yep. I'm going to the Cardinals to cover. I was on the fence with this one because the Cardinals have looked so good. The Cardinals even looked good in their loss to the 49ers. Uh, the Bucks, I think we all agree, are bad. Uh, Jameis Winston is bad. He's on a Hall of Fame trajectory. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like this is where we... I feel like this is where... If I go cards... We both get fucked by Jameis, and this is like this is like the Jameis one of one game. This is like trash teams, trash game, home game at Bucks. I'm going Bucks. All right. I'm not getting burned by Jameis. And by the way, I think Jameis is trash, and I think Jameis. At this point, here's my prediction: Bucks move on from Jameis after this year because of the Dirty Sports Podcast. You're welcome, Tampa Bay fans. If they move on from him, they're going to move on from their GM. Well, he'll try to he'll try to save his job by moving on, but they'll fire him too. How how is no one following up on this? By the way, is this is this is our thing just in dead? Is it just it's just dead in the water? Nobody's thinking that a a guy randomly wrote a four hundred page book. N no one's thinking there's a connection to the the Bucks organization. I mean, this is wild. You know, what? I'm gonna text Robert Latow tomorrow. I'm like, yo, dude, because he was so what ha happened? Well, he's been he was so helpful before we dropped the video and during the video. I'm gonna be like, look, man, do you know about anybody on the ground? There's something fishy going on here. Something fishy, see? I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. Uh, Chiefs Titans is still off on most sites because we still don't know if Mahomes is playing. We don't know if Mahomes is playing. Well, I think the Chiefs win the game either way. I agree. Um, so let's revisit when we know what the spread is. Okay. Panthers are five-point dogs in Green Bay. I think this is a bounce-back game for the Packers. Panthers have been keeping it close, but I, I, this is more of their defense stepping it up big time against the rookie quarterback. I'm going to go Packers. Uh, this is another tough one. Um, I think the Packers win this game. Yeah, I see a bounce back game for Aaron Rodgers. After, after a road loss, I think they come out to get their offense right. The Panthers, what did the Panthers do last week? They won. 
Yeah. Against. Uh, okay. We go with Packers. They had an easy win last week. Yeah. All right. The Dolphins. We alluded to it earlier. There's no way they win two in a row. I shouldn't say that because they will. I just I don't think the organization wants them to win another game. They got their one win for the season. But I feel like they're going to be in this game. Do we know who's playing quarterback for the Colts? We don't. Which makes it interesting that Vegas didn't have a problem putting this spread up. But this spread could change. Honestly, I I see this Colts-Dolphins game being like 17-3. Like, I just don't see the Dolphins scoring points against the Colts. I'm going... God, this is tough. Ten and a half is big. It's when big. You, when you don't think that the Colts can score points or trust their team. I'm going to go the Colts. Well, here's my problem. I'm taking the Colts and my survivor. Right. My survivor is up to $72,000. There's a big jackpot in there. I don't want to lose a point against you, so I'm going to take the Colts. Okay. Because I'm rooting for them anyway. Right. I can't play that game all right Rams Steelers the Rams are three and a half point road favorites I think the Rams defense has been playing pretty well and I'm gonna trust them and I love what they've been doing with Cooper Cup I'm gonna take the Rams to go into Pittsburgh win and cover I'm taking the Rams solely coming off a bye McVay great coach coming off a bye Steelers uh big win against the Colts those two things together. I'm doing it. All right. Sunday night, Vikings travel to the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. That's right. Three-point Cowboys favorites. God, I, this is a tough one, too. Kirk Cousins, primetime. Primetime. But the Cowboys are facing a great defense. A good defense. Good defense. Sure. Look, man, they were my Super Bowl pick for the NFC. I'm going Cowboys. Thank God. I got the Vikings to win the game. Oh. Um, Vikings don't beat good teams. I think the Cowboys are good, but I don't think they're that good. I think the Cowboys and Eagles are going to fight for mediocrity to see who gets in from the NFC East. Cowboys didn't even impress me against the Giants. Cowboys have lost to the Jets. Cowboys, I don't think are a great team. I think the Vikings proved that this week by beating them outright. All right, and your final game. Woo! Thank God. Man, I was like, Andy's going to be on this Vikings team, and I'm not going to be able to make it. Now at least I got like three or four different picks. Well, we might differ on this. The Seahawks are six-point underdogs. Vegas has no faith in my boy Russ. That 49ers defense is so damn good, though. This could make his MVP. If he plays a good game here and they win, I know it's still early, relatively early, and it could also really hurt him in the MVP race. It's a big spread. The Seahawks do not have a defense. That's what scares me. I just think the spread's too big. I think the I I believe the 49ers win. I think they win. I like the 49ers a lot. 
Like right now, they're playing better than any team in the NFL, in my opinion. But I can see, I could even see like the Seahawks losing by like 11, and then Russ gets one of those backdoor covers, and they lose by like four. I'm going Seahawks. To me, everything about this says Seahawks cover. Six. Yeah, it's big. It's not a touchdown. It like trap game Monday night. They're undefeated. I think a lot of people think this is where the Niners lose a game. I do too. Um, everything to me says Niners. Uh, everything to me says Seahawks. I think that's why I'm going Niners. Why is Vegas putting this at six? A seven and two team versus that's the thing. They know something we don't. They've known something we don't. I, yeah, I'm going Niners. I don't love this. I think this like. Torx, scroll back. I'd love to see where we are. What's what is that the whole week? No. Uh, you want to see the different picks? Yeah. So we have one, two, three, four. We have five different picks. God. And I'm down three. three. It would kill me if I'm going into Monday night with a chance to tie or take the lead and I give you one back on the Seahawks. But I'm going to say this again. Everything about that game to me says Seahawks. Yeah, it does, right? So that's why I'm going Niners. When everything seems right, go the other way. Yeah. All right, well, those are our Week 10 picks. Can we hang with a few dirtball calls for a minute, Prano? Yeah, let's do it. Can we do this? Yeah. All right, let's let's get to some some dirtball calls. Yeah, you got to put the headphones on now, Joe. What's up, fellas? This is Owen from Pennsylvania. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, and I just want to call it two quick things. A, what is the worst cut cam you've either been sent or seen in real life? And B, uh, I'm sure my, I speak for more than just myself here when I say that I wanted the Mets to hire Jessica Mendoza because I feel like that would have been the – Absolute best Joey No Chill rant we've ever heard. Like, and I, the woman they fenced Eli Manning was good, but oof, could you imagine? Anyway, that's all I really wanted to say. Stay dirty, boys. Um, I I actually think this call can be pretty quick. First of all, that one we got a couple year a couple weeks ago was, in my opinion, even though it had the Peyton Manning, the one guy had a double sort of win. He had a, it was, I think it was. Colts Broncos and he had a Peyton Manning Tennessee jersey. Yeah. But he was also rolling with a Teddy Bridgewater Louisiana jersey. Louisville jersey. Louisville jersey. Not in the game. And two other ridiculous jerseys. That was to me, I think I said that's a Hall of Fame cup Hall of Fame cup cam picture. You did say that. We actually discussed it on the show. I think that's the worst one I've ever seen because it was multiple horrible ones. You think that was the worst? Oh, there was a there was a Hauschka Seattle jersey. It is not a Seattle game, and it had the Seattle kicker. It, right there, that's the worst cut cam sh- picture I've ever seen. Now I'm scrolling through. I just put in the hashtag cut cam. Um, and by the way. Count your lucky stars that the Mets didn't hire Jessica Mendoza. It wouldn't have been a rant. I just wouldn't have showed up. I'd have been like, sports are dumb, and I'm done with this show. You know what I love about the hashtag cut cam? It also shows up like porn. (laughs) 
Like this is one of the, this is one of the tweets a girl called Miss Slick wrote. Going out to dinner and drinks tonight. Scheduling Skype calls and accepting bids to pick up the tab. Start begging now. Hashtag Findom. Hashtag Cuckcam. Hashtag Cuckold Goals. Hashtag Worship. Hashtag Every Twenty Minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's, That's the one. That's the one though. Let Let me see which one you're talking about. It was the one with the Hauschka jersey, the Teddy Bridgewater Louisville jersey, the Peyton Manning jersey, and the fourth one was just as absurd. This This is what it was. It was Teddy Bridgewater. It was It was Howard from the Bears. And Howard from the Bears. Who owns the Howard jersey? They were heading into Denver Indy. Yeah. The only guy dressed appropriately was the guy in the Peyton Manning jersey. And don't forget, I said that their friend TJ was literally cucking all of their girlfriends while they were out. I mean, I look, I, I haven't scrolled through all these. No, that's the worst one. Yeah, but but like we we've been Give doing them the crown. There's three guys in there in ridiculously inappropriate jerseys. But we've been doing cuck cam for a minute. Each of those separately are ri- the most ridiculous. Is a Hauschka jersey and not a Seattle game the most ridiculous cuck cam? Bro, I don't know. You got some bad ones in Jacksonville from last year. Shout out to Chris Wolf. I remember when he sent these. This is a bad one. This last year is Jags Colts. And this is a row of guys. Jags Colts. Doug Flutie, Bills. He has a Sam Bradford, it looks like, jersey that's just been defaced for the Vikings. And then what is that next to him? I don't know. Is it a kicker, bro? <laughs> what is this next to him? Looks like it might be a Pro Bowl Devontae Adams jersey. Right? I mean, it's, I'm just saying it's 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 pretty bad. I'm still going with Hauschka Howard Bridgewater College throwback at a Broncos Colts game. You took a pretty good one last year at the USC game. USC Notre Dame showed somebody showed up in a Tom Brady Michigan jersey. Michigan jersey. I remember taking that. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm still going that one. I called it when it happened. I'm trusting my gut. That's the right answer. Yeah, you're. That's a tough one to debate. And by the way, I I, I don't think. I think your greatest rant, and I have the video, and obviously they turned into gifts. Was you just the Knicks? The Knicks draft rant. The Knicks draft rant was pretty fucking good. All right, let's let's get the update on your bet. Kyle called because we were trying to debate your bet. Oh yeah, let's go. This is your bet with Kyle Aronofsky. Great. What's going on, boys? Kyle Aronofsky calling back once again from beautiful Tom's River, New Jersey, home of the 1998 Little League World Series champion. And I'm uh, calling because I hear my name be mentioned on the podcast and uh, my my Jets 10 win uh, quarter Jets quarterback 10 win bet with Prano. And just to clarify, um, it was a 10 year window, and this is the third season. Um, and the bet itself is that if no quarterback wins 10 games within that window, I have to get a tattoo of Ryan Fitzpatrick's bearded face on my body, and I actually have to drink 80 ounces of black Dunkin' Donuts coffee, and that was added because I think in uh, on Twitter we were talking about how I'd never had a cup of coffee in my life, and I think coffee is dumb. 
Um, yeah, so I feel you, Kyle. Perino's side of the bet is if the Jets quarterback does do that, he has to fly me out and put me up at LA and have me on the podcast. That was uh, that was his side of that. So um, I'm not. I'm a very pessimistic Jets fan, which it's hard not to be. Um, I feel like the franchise should be fucking folded sometimes, especially uh, this season. That would be great for my bet. Fucking cocksucker Adam Gates and the ownership and everything. It's, it's just a disaster. But um, a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. Like, you know, you're talking about the Dolphins went 10-6 and six with Gates the first year. Like, I feel like if we get a new coach and maybe um, difference, different guy, quarterback, who knows, they could win 10 games and get bounced in the wild card like usual. Um, that's it. Condoms are for the New England Patriots. I think this is a reckless bet. I think Kyle, again, I'll double down on what I said last episode. I think you made a reckless bet. I think Kyle wins. You want in? No. <laughs> you want you want it, you want Fitzmagic in a in a fucking tuxedo and tails waving a wand tattooed on your fucking shoulder, bro? I don't I don't want in. I don't Oh, oh, it's magic. Look, I don't want any part of this bet, but He's right. Dude. You want you want Ryan Fitzpatrick pulling a football out of a top hat? Prano, he's right. You're saying for ten years they're not going to have some random quarterback. There has been multiple franchises that have gone decades without ten wins. Who? Twerks, you got any for me? Twerks is over there going, yeah. Yeah, I know the Raiders did not have a 10-win season from 2002 to at least 2012. They were on a drought. They didn't have a winning season in that time frame. Yeah. I don't know, man. Also, the quarterback has to win 10 games. I know. I know. But like I said, Tom Brady is going to retire at some goddamn point. We're three years in. I'm two years removed from being halfway through this bet. Their coach is Adam Gase. Their quarterback is on record as seeing ghosts. There's no way you fucking win this bet. There's no way. because Get in on it. You get seven seasons. Because, again, Tom Brady is going to retire. Or is he? I just, I just can't see them not getting a guy win 10 games one season. I'm not saying it's going to be Sam Darnold. By the way. My Giants might not win 10 games for 10 years. Giants went 11 and 5, what was that? 3 years ago? Bengals, 10 wins in the next 10 years right now. Which side are you on? Yeah, they'll do it. 10 wins at some point. Baltimore, Pittsburgh coming back, the Browns. You think the Bengals are winning 10 games in the next 10 years? Bro, they how many times? God, they, let's get an Andy Dalton tattoo bet going right now. <laughs> how many times are the again? It's, let's go. <laughs> how many times did the Bengals win 10 games under Marvin Lewis? I'll fly you to the Dirty Sports Podcast, put you up. This time, you drink the coffee. You get the Andy Dalton fucking tattoo. I'm not betting on the Bengals, though. Fuck yeah, the Bengals. good. You shouldn't. I love this bet. I do too because you're going to lose. I, the only reason I love it is that the only reason I don't love it is I, 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 Kyle has so much dumb shit tattooed on him. I think people are just going to be like, well, Ryan Fitzpatrick, that's not any fucking different than having like, you know, 
the mighty mighty Boston's album cover tattooed on your neck or whatever the fuck he's got going on. What's he got? I don't know. So you guys made this bet. He's got the fucking Spin Doctors album lyrics tattooed on his fucking pubis bone. You guys made this bet after Ryan Fitzpatrick last season with the Jets? Well, after the year after. I think it was a year removed. Because he was like, ah, fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick fucking sucks. I was like, Ryan Fitzpatrick won 10 games for the Jets? You guys should have fuck. You put him in the goddamn ring of honor. I still think you lose. I'll be curious how that plays out. That's a fun bet, though. All right, let's get through. I know how it's going to play out. Kolarinovsky is going to have to have fucking a tattoo removal done on his leg. They're going to have to take off the fucking the mushroom cloud from the Dookie album cover so that they can put on I have no clue what you're talking about. Ryan Fitzpatrick's face. Good album, by the way, Dookie. Okay. What's up, fellas? This is Jew. Uh, almost one more thing on Brissett and Luck. So, I mean, Joe, you just keep bringing up that you want the guy you can trust. You know, you know, look at can do it, for set, you're not sure, you know, Jimmy G, all that. So, Andrew Luck's career playoff, he's a 4-4 four and four record, which is not horrible, playoffs are playing the best teams, right? He has a 56% completion percentage, which is pretty dog shit in today's NFL, and he has more interceptions than he does touchdowns, 13-12. to 12. So, Andrew Luck was this mysterious unbelievable can't miss prospect right over the nfl he was great he got hurt you know last year was was pretty good last year but it's like he's this myth that everyone thinks he's this unbelievable tom brady or aaron Rodgers. it's like his playoff stats are pretty fuck are worse than mediocre if you ask me i mean you've got more interceptions we i know you guys talked about a couple episodes ago i don't know who you guys are talking about but it was about the touchdown interceptions and completion percentage and his is dog shit so, Colts still ain't going to win shit. But anyways, later. I mean, I'll be honest. I did look this up, too, before his call. Andrew Luck's playoff numbers aren't – they're not insane. No. What do you mean they're not insane? They're p- pretty bad. Yeah. But also, Andrew Luck's playoffs numbers, like, you look at the year, they got boat the fuck raced by the Patriots that year they made the AFC Championship game. And he had a horrific game. Played great last year. Had a horrific game. Like, he has a couple of horrible games. No doubt about it. Where that that greatly affects his overall numbers. But I, I hate to go full cow, Colin Coward here. What the fuck are we talking about here? I mean... Are we now in the point of the the Josie Bracoli argument where Why is he Italian? Where people are arguing he's better than Luck? No, I don't think the caller is saying that. The argument is, Joe, if we're going to base things on stats and facts, he's not shredding defenses in the playoffs. He just hasn't. Right. We're talking about a 56% completion percentage. More interceptions, 13 to 12 touchdowns. It's just, it, it, it's a false narrative. What's a false narrative? That he's having killer playoffs. N- n- who's 
using that narrative. But you're saying that they have such a better shot with luck. The argument could be made that Brissette put up those same numbers. Well, the argument isn't about what Andrew Luck has done in the past or what Josie Brissette is doing now or what Josie Bricoli did in fucking two years ago <laughs> when he went fucking one and nine for the Colts. Why is he some Italian guy? Hey, man, I don't know. Ask him. Uh, my argument is that with this Colts team, with the running game, with the improved defense, with the incredible offensive line, I like Andrew Luck taking what Andrew Luck always did for the Colts and dialing it back and having Super Bowl potential. I have always said this about quarterbacks. It's like, I don't want you having MVP numbers. I don't want you throwing for 400 yards a game in the playoffs. I want Andrew Luck. But that's exactly what Josie, Jacoby, Bercoli, whatever you want to call him, that's what he's going to do. He's not going to throw insane numbers. Correct. So you Correct. should like him. I do like him. In the playoffs. No. Because I don't like him. <laughs> Where are we at on this? I don't like him. I don't like 175 yards, one touchdown, and no interceptions for four straight games. At some point in four games, you're going to need to make a play. I like Andrew Luck's ability to make a play over Jody Maroney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're out of control. What's up, Aaron? I... uh. I've been thinking about this take for a while because it's, you know, it's been going on here for a bit. But uh, I think I agree with Prano in this sense. That, no one asked you. You're turning your mic. No, that, no, no. no. That, hey. I, I know. I'm kidding. I'm playing. That when you look at, at the quarterback position in particular, you look at who has the, the propensity to actually win you a championship. And when you have one drive left in the game, it's kind of the, the hypothetical I put out there. You have one drive left. You're down by a touchdown. Who do you give the ball to to get you there? And I am never choosing Jacoby Brissett over Andrew Luck. I don't care what the postseason numbers show. I don't care what the stats show in the regular season, who's around them. The throws and that, that, and that drive can make And that drive might happen so in the wild better. card round. Right. It might right. happen in the second round. It might happen in the AFC Championship game. It might happen in the Super Bowl. At some point, that's going to happen, though. People can say Eli Manning fucking carried by a defense. People can say Nick, any quarterback would have done it with that Eagles team. Anybody can say whatever. But when all is said and done, Eli had the game against the Niners where he got beat the fuck up and threw 11 consecutive passes to start the second half and threw for 400 yards. Nick Foles went into the Super Bowl and won the MVP. At some point, you have to play a big game. I don't think anybody looks at that Philadelphia Eagles team. Certainly me. I fucking hate that they won. It makes me sick. But no, I don't think anybody's going, look at what Nick Foles did all playoffs. No, but he came to the, down to the end, and he had a fucking huge Super Bowl game. Look, I'm not disagreeing with either of you if I had... And yes, I absolutely agree. But hold on. Maroney can do the fucking... Can, if, can do the Trent Dilfer. Can do the Brad Johnson. But look, this is all I'm going to say, though. I, I get it. If you had to put the ball in someone's hands on a final drive. But this is what I don't like about this. We're, we're setting up these mock situations when we we have. We, but we're, but, but uh, uh, I hate to cut you off, but hold on. But I'm going to cut you off because 
We're not setting up these mock situations because week in and week out, if you look, pull up the Colts record, pull up the Colts season so far, the Colts are putting themselves in this situation literally every goddamn week. This isn't a fantasy situation where the Colts play a one-score game. Have the Colts played a game that wasn't a one-score game? Yeah, but Joe, have the Colts played a single let, game let me go, in dude, ten let weeks? Me, let me go back. I don't, let me just go back to my goddamn point. My point is this: we do have evidence. We have eight playoff games with Andrew Luck. There is our statistical evidence. We don't have any of that on Josie or Jacoby, Maroney, Macaroni, Marconi, whatever you want to call the guy, Marciano. This guy. His name starts with a B. I don't know why you're doing all this M situation. It's Bricoli. <laughs> Joey Bricoli. This guy has not played a playoff game yet, guys. So so we we are playing fantasy land in this final drive because we've seen Andrew Luck through eight playoff games. And by the way, this doesn't mean that I'm not taking Andrew Luck over him. All well, I'm saying I certainly hope not. All I'm saying, which I've said since day goddamn one, is let it play out. The same way with Lamar Jackson. I don't think Lamar Jackson has what it takes, just like you, to lead through the playoffs with his legs. But he could surprise me, too. I need to see evidence of this. And with Lamar Jackson, we actually did. We saw him in a playoff game against the Chargers last year, and he couldn't do anything at home. And it was year one, and he started in week seven, moving on. Like The, the Ravens are a totally different team this year building an offense around Lamar Jackson than they were last year going into the playoffs with him being a replacement for Joe Flacco. Uh, the New England Patriots are a different team now than they were with Tom Brady game managing his way to a Super Bowl, playing the let's leave it up to it, Adam Venetieri field goal. There, we, it, we're a decade and a half removed from the Patriots being let's game manage and let Venetieri hit a 50-yarder for the win. That was a strategy for a while. It's not a strategy anymore. Tom Brady has blossomed into one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. How much of that is Belichick? How much of that is Brady? Blah, 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 blah. My point is this. I think this Colts team is a contender because of their coach, because of their offensive line, because of their running game, and a little less so because of their defense. I hate their quarterback, and I liked their quarterback last year. That's where I stand, Okay. And that's where I'll leave it. And if you look at the Colts so far this year, I don't think they've proven anything. And I agree. They haven't. We have to see calm playoffs if they make the playoffs. I mean, look. Torx, did you look it up? Have, have the Colts played a not one-score game yet? No, they haven't. The, uh, their highest uh, win margin was seven points. And, and that, was that the te- Texans? Yeah, the Texans win. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, look, obviously we, we just have different opinions on this. But, but I don't even know if we do. I'm more of like, hey, I want to see him in the playoffs. That's mostly my opinion. And I think, you know, so far it's been all right. Okay, guys, those are the calls for the week. 310-359-8365. Leave if it. any Colts fans out there want to get a Jacoby Briscoli uh, tattoo back going, <laughs> what's the hotline number? 310-359-8365. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Dirty Sports. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Join the comment section. Send us a... An Instagram picture at the Dirty Sports with a uh, artist rendering of jo- Joey Brajoli <laughs> holding a fucking Brajol. Uh, 
that you will get tattooed on your body when he doesn't win the fucking Super Bowl. Joey, no Super Bowl-y. You're unbelievable. Follow me on Twitter at Andy Ruther. Follow me on Instagram at Andy Ruther. And most importantly, follow the goddamn show. Uh, this is, I'm going to get to it right now before people hang up. I feel like people don't listen to the plugs. They don't. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it fast. Uh, two Tuesdays, two weeks from yesterday, doing a show at Flappers in Burbank. If you are a Los Angeles dirtball and you can get to Flappers, which is in Burbank, on Tuesday the 19th, 19th. $5 tickets, uh, DM me. I'll send you a link. Uh, to $5 discount tickets. Would love to have you there. Big show. Would love to have you. If you're in LA, would love to have you. If you're in New York, Lucy's Laugh Lounge, Pleasantville, the day before Thanksgiving. If you're in Northern California slash Western Nevada, I'll be in Tahoe the week of the 20th to the 25th. And I'm at Joe Payne on Instagram, at Fix Your Life on Twitter, at Joey Briscoli on Vishko. Vishko. <laughs> Go follow Joey Bishkol. Who uses Vishko, Aaron? You're a young guy. Uh, mostly girls posting thirst traps and whatnot. Wait, it's, it's always whoa, that. Whoa, 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 thirst traps. Yeah, but but isn't that what Instagram's for? Yeah, they do both. I almost feel like when they go on the the Visco, it's like that's where they they hash out all their editing nonsense. And I don't know, maybe uh, try something they wouldn't <laughs> try for the masses. But uh, yeah, it's the same concept. The thirst traps. <laughs> What a day! What a day we live in, an age we live in. Are you on Vishko? No, I'm not. I'm not on Vishko, but I can make a dirty sports one if you guys want. No, you okay. don't have to. It'll be all pictures of just artist rendering white claws of, on, like, of in, Joey, in different Jacoby settings. Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> what what the fuck is his name? Jacoby. What is it? Jacoby. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Baloney. Jacoby Baloney. Jody Baloney. What would be my thirst trap on Vishko? You're at the strap on Visco? It'd be you, no pants, Jody Baloney jersey on. Wearing a cowboy hat? Yeah. Most likely, yeah. Yeah. Or probably something with you on the beach. Who knows? Little beach workout? Yeah, right. Andy's beach workout. All right, let's wrap. What you got? I know you want to plug something. Um, My plugs are the same as always. Um, I am on Twitter at DS Interns and on Instagram at Aaron Maharis. Hit me up. Cool. All right, guys iTunes reviews, same thing. You leave your Twitter or Instagram handle. I will send you two koozies in the mail. Um, that is the show. Enjoy your weekend. You know, open doors for people. Say thank you. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm delivering messages now at the end of shows. Open, open do doors for open people? Open doors for people. Be polite. And, and you know what? Most, most, not most importantly, but it's up there. Put your goddamn shopping carts away. You know, if you go, even when it's not close, I went to Costco yesterday. I was nowhere I near go. the corral. I still put my shopping cart away. That's what we're doing away. now at the end of shows? Yeah, let's let's deliver messages. Put the shopping cart away. And also, most, no more straws. Yeah, yeah, no more straws, guys. The turtles are dying. But most importantly, stay dirty. <laughs>